Hey, this is D-Rod the Poet from Poetry Is. Sundays at 8 p.m. on WMNF. Check out our community's next Poet of the Month. 15 miles of Wish You Were Here, First Gateway to Tampa, Sweet Times on the River, and a Plunge in Sulphur Springs. Nebraska Avenue, Glory of the Twenties. But Tim Canturis left before we were born. The high flume ride was scrapped for Alpine Liquors. The fancy arcade made way for a dog track. That was Gianna Russo, July's Poet of the Month. Hear the whole poem, learn more about the artist and how WMNF supports its local art community at WMNF.org. Support for WMNF comes from our listeners like you and Replay Guitar Exchange in South Tampa, specializing in new, used, vintage guitar amps, related and related gear. Replay Guitar Exchange's mission is to provide the right guitar to the right player for the right reasons. More at ReplayGuitarExchange.com. Well, hello. We'd like to welcome everybody to the live music show this afternoon. Um, you know, my name is DJ Spaceship. Um, I'm also an on-air personality here at the station. Uh, Ken is going to be out for the next couple of weeks, uh, and we have a special guest here. Well, actually, we have a trio uh, guest here. We have a band out of our backyard here we like to call Tampa Bay um, by the name of Liquid Pennies. Make some noise for Liquid Pennies if you're in there. Hello there. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, once again, like I stated, we uh, we have Liquid Pennies in the house. We're going to take some time to get to know these fellas uh, very well. We're going to hear some music from them, uh, from some of their uh, album that was just released recently. And, uh, you know, as stated, we're going to have a conversation about some great things here that's going on. Um, but before we do that, I want to uh, get into a question for you real quick. Um, my question is that I wanted to kick it off with is, of all the different versions of rock, why was it? Why was psychedelic rock your choice, and why the name Liquid Pennies? Because I'm curious about that myself. Um, I don't know if it was any sort of like conscious choice that we made to play a certain kind of music. I think uh, the the umbrella of psychedelic rock kind of offers a lot of options as far as like the diversity of the music that we play. So I think that's just one of those things that we've kind of uh, it, it's been kind of put on us maybe a little bit more, but. Um, you know, I think we all come from diverse backgrounds in music, and I think um, maybe the length of our songs maybe lend itself to right. that, but I'd say psychedelic rock, and, you know, there's a prog rock. Um, we all are into, like, punk and hardcore and emo music. I mean, it's all kind of a, a blend of things. But uh, And uh, as far as the, the band name goes, we um, it's basically uh, a name of one of uh, my songs that... Um, actually, we've never played. We were kind of playing it for a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I don't want to, you know, decipher it too much. But uh, like, what do you think? It's what? What's it mean? To, what? What's your interpretation of it? Well, I mean, liquid pennies can go so many different directions. It can yeah. be. Uh, it can be a vibe. Um, it can be, you know, a feeling. It can be, you know, a, a point of state where you guys were at that point in time. Um, so, I mean, it, it can go many different ways. So, instead of assuming, I always like to throw that question yeah. out there and, you know, see what we get from there. Yeah, no, I like that explanation. Yeah, mm -hmm. very ambiguous. Yes, and and so we have we have Christian on the drums, we have Dylan on the bass, mm -hmm. and we have Chaz, uh, the the vocalist as well as you on the guitar as well. Um, Floods could have easily been an album instead of an EP. Uh, why wasn't it released as an album? Um, I mean, again, I think that's just maybe uh, for uh, 
up for interpretation. I mean, you could call it an album. Maybe the, by, by the amount of songs on it, it uh, would be considered an EP. Our uh, second one, too, Distant Dawn, was four songs, but that album right. is uh, 40 minutes and 20 seconds long. Yeah, so, um, yeah it was pretty pretty lengthy. But yeah. good, good music, nevertheless. Yeah, um, it's, so it's, it's one of those things, I guess, if you go by... Um, by the amount of songs it's ep length but uh, you know i don't know where that gray area is past like a half hour it turns into an album or something but yeah. uh you know and it's also the last one we did distant dawn too um it was a conscious decision how we split that up because it's split up with kind of like ambient interludes right so we decided to kind of just put that at the ends of the songs rather than than break it up so it just kind of all flows together gotcha um but yeah, so it was, uh, again, like, I don't know if we really planned on, you know, when we went into the studio and we said we had four songs, maybe it, it seemed like a less daunting task to right. the uh, to the engineer, Nathan. But uh, yeah, we uh, we definitely got got all the, uh, all we could, squeeze all we could out of those uh, four songs, so. <laughs> Completely understood. Well, as stated, you know, you're out of the backyard, you know, homegrown, St. Pete. I wanna I wanna hear some music and I'm pretty sure the listeners that are tuned in wanna hear something. So uh I'll give the floor to you guys. Uh ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquid Pennies. They're kicking it off with their first song. Alright, this one's called Timber Tamber.
You're listening to the live music showcase on WMNF Tampa. Okay. All right. So y'all took me on a run with that one, man. Like, I can definitely hear that. Like, it gave me, it took me so many different places. Like, it could have been a car chase. I could definitely hear it as something that was scored into a movie, like a car chase scene or just like, you know, some opening credits type stuff. Definitely has a driving right. kind of thing. So hopefully there's some people out there driving their car, just cruising. Right. You know, maybe not being chased in right. the car. Right. Not, not chased, but in the yeah, car. Just kind of cruising, having fun. Right. Yeah. It's a hot, sticky day, just vibing in the car. Now, if, if I got a ticket listening to that, would you guys take care of that for me? <laughs> I mean, or we consider no. that. Okay. Yeah, we'll split it with you. Start yeah. a GoFundMe, yeah. a GoFundHim type thing. There we go. Yeah. yeah we'll we we'll share the, uh, share the, uh, share equal responsibility. Exactly. We actually, uh, our first album, we had a song called Dissolver on okay. there. We played a show with a band one time, and someone told us that it sounded like good uh, bank robbing music, which we thought that, <laughs> I always thought that was a cool, like, I think same thing. It was like car, maybe car chasing, right. kind of, you know, high octane. I can see that in the movie. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen or heard of the movie called Driver, and it has oh, the yeah. guy that drives all different kind of cars, oh, all yeah. kind of. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. He's pretty good. That was a video it. game, too, back it, in the day. I it think, actually right? absolutely yeah, was. I had it on, a, I think it was. PlayStation. Yeah, yep, yeah. See, yep. we, we, so you're yep. a gamer like I used. I used to be. I retired. <laughs> Me too, actually. Kids yeah. happened, so they yeah. took the money away and put it other places. PS2 was about when I stopped. I think. I think yeah. San Andreas was the last like game I like played all the way. See, through. 360 okay. GTA 5, and then I was out. There you go. <laughs> There's <laughs> the age yeah, gap right there. There you go. <laughs> so in in 2018, you guys used to you know go and just jam out in different spots, and you became officially became the band. Was it in 2018? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, in 2019 is when Flood EP yep. was actually uh, put out as well. Yep. Um, and as stated earlier, you guys, you're a trio. Uh, we have, you know, Christian, Dylan, and Chaz. Um, and there's a fourth person that we'll see occasionally that appear with you guys uh, by the name is Zoe Turtle. Yep. Now, the thing that caught me by surprise is I've never seen a violinist you know, in a band, in a rock band. So, can you explain to me like how that like the, the reaction you guys get when she does gets up there and people see her pull out a violin to do her thing? Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, sp- especially the kind of music we play, you don't see it quite as much. I mean, you know, there's bands like King Crimson or right. the Mahavishnu Orchestra or some of some of that stuff that um, I I grew up kind of listening to. Uh, but you know, it's a little bit of rarity and and not something around here that um right. you're seeing as much i think maybe the last like local band kind of in a similar vein is maybe like hello joyce i think they had a violinist for a little bit but gotcha. um yeah it always it always people are always excited when they see her kind of tuning up and getting ready and and like what's what, what are they They're about to like, do what is here? she about what is she doing especially like you know from having not played with her in the band until just uh the last album distant dawn was the first one she joined us on right um kind of a different thing people that were kind of coming to our shows and expecting to see kind of the more you know punkish kind of like driving stuff that right. we were kind of starting out with um she definitely brought a different element and you know i don't want to say like feminine energy but right. it, it gave us a little bit of a different um outlook on it and you know made us think about slowing down and and maybe like thinking about dynamics and textures uh with music a little bit more which is really cool and maybe incorporating some of the folkier stuff because zoe and i kind of started by playing acoustic and some of those songs from the last one and this one were kind of hashed out on acoustic so i think it it brings the the melody and the song kind of forward a little bit and um so yeah, she she's a kind of auxiliary member, and she'll she'll join us uh, as does our friend Z on saxophone at some of our shows, um, nice. where we're kind of headed uh, with this 
stuff we're working on now is we're kind of stripping it down and, and it's, it's a little bit uh, kind of more to the core of things and we're kind of going back to that a little bit with, with some of our newer stuff. So it's gotcha. cool having that flexibility that with it. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, um, 2020 comes, or should I say it happened, and it brings live music shows to like a screeching halt. So there's no more DJing, no more live bands, right. no more you know cover bands, anything like that. Um, what was it like playing your first live gig, your first live show after that year and a half hiatus that you guys had? Oh, man. Incredible. Elating. Yeah. And I'll say, too, I remember the first live show, going to the first live show, was the Drainouts and Nervous Girls played at the Red Star Rock Bar here. And I remember that feeling just, you know, you knew you missed it, but right. the, it wasn't until you're there that um, it's just, just being around people and the energy of music. And right. I, I'm still experiencing that over the past year, you know, because I do a lot of rock shows and then like hearing heavy bass music for the first time after yes. that. It's long. a shock. It really is. So, uh, and then, you know, uh, the uh, other part of that is playing too. You know, we all just miss that so much. And I don't think any of us can go without. Uh, playing live i think that's something that we all want to do for the rest of our lives so i agree i definitely um, do want, I, I want to do that yeah so it's, i want to do that it was it kind of came out of nowhere you know we were ready you know prepared to like not play live for another year so it was just very elating and our last show is a uh, our first show back was july 3rd of last year so it's just at a year but it feels like it's been so much that's happened in the past year we've been playing as much as we can and really not taking it for granted gotcha Okay, well, um, what I want to do is I want to get back into some music. I want you guys to give me uh, two songs, and when I come back, I'll have some questions for Christian. I want to throw some questions around to everybody so we can get everybody talking. So uh, at this time, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Live Music Showcase, WMNF Tampa. This one's one's called called Secret Secret Stash.
listening to the live music showcase on WMNF man I mean the energy that you guys have into that like I, I like the I like the coordination 
And I'm watching Mr. Carno on that bass, man. Like, you just you just tuned into it, man. Like, you, you're dialed in, and it's like an assassin. You, you, you got your target, and you're just going in with that. Yeah, that's a fun one. I like moving around to that one a little bit. That's it? Okay. Yeah, that's it. So you told him, make sure you put this one in the playlist so we can get yeah, me moving around, right. get, my, get my blood pumping and stuff like that. That's right. Now you got it. Yeah, Christian, I have a question for you, Christian, because I'm hearing you, and I'm, you know, we got you kind of hidden off in the closet, so we won't, you know, yeah. we hope people don't get upset with us about that, but we can hear you pretty well. Um, okay. Did you play? Did you play in, in band in high school by any chance? Um, no, I did not, because I didn't know how to read sheet music. So they were like, "Yeah, you're not joining band." They just put you to the curb. <laughs> yeah, they didn't they even try to teach curve. you. Uh, I took like a music theory class, and then I still didn't know how to count in six eight for the longest time. So it it didn't really work out all that well. So so who or what was it that 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 drew you to wanting to play drums to the begin to begin with? Um. I think Aaron Gillespie of Under Oath. Um, I was really big into that band and just watching him play and seeing him like sort of sing and play. I was like, oh man, I want to do that. I want to do that. And then quickly realized I don't really have the voice for it. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, I'll just stick to drumming. And um, yeah, I just focused on that. And yeah, now, now I'm here. You've still got that uh, long red hair and all those drumming, trop, drumming chops, though. <laughs> yes, I'm trying. <laughs> now, my question for you, Dylan, um, if, and actually listen to the band, but I want you to take lead on this question. Okay. If, if you can play at your dream festival, what would it be? Ooh, dream festival. I have no idea. Honestly, there's a lot of like yeah. really good festivals with good lineups. Levitation in Austin has a lot of cool stuff going on. Okay. Desert Days just released. You know, if we're talking A-tier music festivals, right. those are some pretty cool festivals. I feel like our style could kind of sneak in under the umbrella of, you know? Right. What a, Maybe what a, one day. What about you, Chaz? What, <laughs> is, is there one in particular that you would have that you, like a dream festival? Oh, man. I current or past? Yeah. I should have gave oh, you that one. Is oh, current or past? Current or past? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. Woodstock would have been cool. Yeah, well, Woodstock <laughs> is a crazy one. Not Altamont. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, the the levitation, the, the desert days, shaking knees in Atlanta would be cool to be a part of that. But, I mean, as far as, like, man, dream lineup, there's just there's just so many. Like, yeah. uh, but it would be it would be awesome to to be uh, on any of these. Like, kind of like, I mean, there's some really cool, I guess, the, we're talking about psych rock kind of festivals. The right. one austin and one out there in the uh, desert and stuff but uh man yeah that i'm just excited thinking about doing stuff like that that sounds awesome yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll take side stages yeah. we'll play parking lots we'll bring our own just generator put, just put you in the yeah, room if you get us in the area in the vicinity we'll right. make a set happen now this is the live music showcase and i want to give a shout out to our sound mixer uh, mark profetti and the reason I did that, not only is he a great guy, but I, I seen him in the distance just rocking out where you guys were just doing your thing. And and I don't I don't want to say this, so don't nobody tell him this. Mark could be a tough critic when it comes to music. So if you get him moving, you're doing a good job. I'd find, I, I think we're pretty popular with sound guys in general. I feel like we're, and that's the ultimate compliment right. to, to us, you know, because uh, they listen to a lot. Like Mark's probably heard a ton of music so that's oh yeah high compliments yes um and i i do think it's really cool with our music too it's ex accessible and right. everybody i mean we have toddlers to you know people in their 80s that that dig our music so that that part about it, it's cool that you know we can have different types of fans and we're not just making this music for right. a certain not type just that one pocket you just everything mm -hmm. yeah right. yeah which you know i've said this before but like 
um, you know, everybody has such diverse tastes in music, especially now, uh, the way that music is out there streaming. We all right. listen to so many different types of music. So I think we try and... Um, we're, we're the same way, right. and our music track kind of reflects that, too. We're like, uh, if you're not a big fan of one of the songs, maybe stick around and listen a couple more. It might be your new favorite song. So. I, I, I like the sound of that. And, you know, I mean, like you said, you might not like the first one, but here comes the next one. Right. Now, I have a question for you, and I'm gonna, I want you to take lead on this one, Chaz. Are there any artists outside of your genre that you've learned from on a level um, as a musician? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say maybe more so than, um, I mean jazz you know coltrane and and uh charles mingus and and uh you know just different types of players too not even guitarists i feel like i'm influenced more by um you know in electronic music right. you know aphex twin and some of that drum and bass stuff uh fortet some um you know uh yeah so many i could go on and on uh Let's see, like lately, I mean, I guess it's kind of in our genre. I got, I've been getting back into Neil Young, though. I've been really digging his stuff lately for whatever right. reason. Uh, but yeah, I would say like, you know, jazz is a type of music that um, kind of took me out of, of my pigeonhole thing with, with punk a little bit. And, right. and from learning, listening and, and learning about the lives of some of those old jazz cats like um, they that's had, been a big thing. Some of them yeah. had it hard, and then just hearing the path that they've, you know, taken. Like for example, um, outside of a personality, I'm a DJ. Um, of course, you know, Jazzy Jeff is my, my my cream of the crop. Like he's on my Mount Rush one. I actually had a, a chance to meet him, but wow. I also like uh, like Scratch Bastard. That's another one that I like. Um, it's just so many different DJs out there because you get. You like them for different reasons, and you learn different things from them. Sure, so, and I would say scratching, um, probably a lot of that, yeah. you know, comes from drumming or different rhythmic things, too. Right. You know, maybe I wouldn't, I, I, you know, never delved into it, but I would think maybe you draw in doing that, maybe. And even, you know, MCs, I would say yes. my right hand, the rhythm of how I decide to play notes you can really learn a lot from MCs and how their syllables are hitting beats, um, right. especially like in trap music and stuff too that's been coming out, just these triplets yes. and these kind of like off weird beats. Like that's something that anyone can apply to their, to their music or their art, you know? It's like that's you right. don't have to just be listening and exposing to yourself to the type of thing that you think you're trying to do because maybe right. you're trying to do something else and you don't even know it yet so now, now christian don't get mad at me on this one my brother i'm gonna come back to you with this one but this is gonna be more for dylan and Chaz. and i put this question on facebook and you can follow me on facebook at gregory bowers on facebook but the question i put out uh, dylan and Chaz, i'm just give it to you all right the, you might see where i'm going the greatest guitarist of all time jimmy hendrix Jimi Hendrix? Oh, yeah. I, okay. I know it's cliche, but I would say, for me, that's who really, like, I mean, still, it's otherworldly. Um, also, just so early on. You know, exactly. he was one of the first to do it really, really yeah. well. And I think that's... good guitarist after him pulled from Hendrix. So, so you, sure. so you yeah. both agree that Jimmy is the greatest of the two of you guys? I don't know. I would have taken a lot more time to come to an answer <laughs> on that. Probably debated between, like, five, six people. But, yeah, we'll go with that one for Yeah, now. I would say John McLaughlin, too. That's I talked one. about the Mahavishnu Orchestra and just all of his stuff that he did with Miles Davis and continues to do and, and incorporating yeah. Eastern music into... Uh, his playing that was a huge thing for me it's wild because my dad gave me a John McLaughlin tape when I was like in high school and I was like super punk rock and right. stuff and I didn't pay he had a double guitar on you the cover of it, it. it's like no and then a few years later you I listened to my history orchestra and I'm like oh I'm gonna pull that tape back out yeah. and yeah so I'd say maybe those are 
are, are my top two. Yeah, yeah and, and some of the names that when I put the question out, you know, of course, Jimmy was there. And I didn't know that he played uh, right-hand guitar and he was left-handed yeah. because back when he did it, there was no left-handed player, so right. there was no left-hand guitars. It. And then when they made left-hand guitars, he continued to play that way because that's what he learned. And some people do, right? they play like my style of guitar, but right. flip too, just because that's... Guitar, so are you essentially playing the notes backwards well, or reading the music backwards? I think in Jimmy's case, he uh, he flipped the strings too. Gotcha. Um, which yeah, it's another thing with those big headstocks and those Fender guitars. But right. uh, yeah, um, but you know, not to say that people don't do that. I've definitely you know I've known left-handed guitar players that they're just by convenience because they're always just hanging out with people that have those kind of guitars that have learned to play it that way. Right. Um, yeah, maybe next album that should that'll be my next. Uh, Flip upside down. Yeah, try to see if you can meet the challenge. <laughs> Upside okay. Down world. Yeah. Well, they have DJ challenges, so that would be a good guitar challenge yeah. for you and see like if uh, see how that turns out. Um, I believe you guys have some more goodies for some more music to play along, right? We'd love to. Yeah. This is on our new about. album, uh, Any Wonder, that uh, just came out on uh, June seventeenth, and uh, the recording features our buddy uh, Rick that plays uh, Christian plays in a band called Movie Props with. He played uh, Fender Rhodes on it. We're gonna do a little strip down today. Um, so yeah, this is called Climbing to a Crawl. Thank you. 
next song is from our first album, Flood. It's called The Center.
This is the live music showcase on WMNF. Like, I was tuned in, man. Like, y'all made me miss my cue point and everything. <laughs> just had me <laughs> zoned. Dialed. Yeah, just like dialed That's in and everything, man. Like, yeah, like, you, okay, so you won. You got me. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> this is the live music showcase on WMNF. Um, I wanted to get into something right quick before we went to the next segment. Um, and I wanted to ask Mr. Carney this. Um, what upcoming shows do you guys have and how can people keep in, keep up with the band and everything, merchandise and stuff like that? Ooh, good question. We have a ton of upcoming shows. Um, I'm not going to rattle them off on air right now, but we have an Instagram page. Okay. You can find all of our shows there. We're posting it there. Also got the Facebook. Yeah, we're on all the socials. Uh, like we said, a lot of the songs you have heard today just came out on an album uh, two, three weeks ago at this point. The 17th of so, June, that was, right? Yeah, uh, you're Daddy right. Cool, Daddy Cool Records. Yeah, that was a really fun night. We had a really good turnout for now, that. Now, Chad said that you guys inspired to catch, you know, just one box of people. You want to get the young, your box, and at the same time, people older. Tell me what the vibe was like that day, June 17th, that Friday at Daddy Cool Records. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Outdoor show. Like, I had friends there. I had, you know, my parents came. They could kind of tailgate in the parking lot, have right. fun, do their thing. It wasn't a collective mix. And also just in bringing other people in, fun to play like multi-genre shows. You right. know what I mean? Kind of jump on with bands that aren't quite in your wheelhouse and kind of bring a little bit of that crossover right. crowd out too. Right. And you guys had a couple of opening acts that night with you guys as well, correct? Yes, we did. Chlorine Fields. And, and uh, Spirit and Cosmic Heart warmed that night up with us. Gotcha. Now, to stay on that same vibe on any one of the album, a bind appears to be one of the songs that grabs everyone. Is there is there a meaning behind that song by any chance, Dylan? Uh, that's more of a Chaz question. I didn't write the lyrics. Chaz, we are with you now. Is there a meaning behind that? Well, thank you very much, DJ Spaceship. <laughs> uh, uh, that song was actually written uh, pre... pre uh, you know, we had been jamming, but the band hadn't even really started yet. Um, it's it's kind of a, I guess I wouldn't call it a love song, but it's about um, kind of letting go of of a, a bind or being kind of stuck in a thing and right. letting go and finding yourself with somebody that might be in a similar situation and um, being intertwined. Um, and you know, so it's it's. You know, one of those things that I hope that people can put their own meaning to, but definitely, gotcha. uh, you know, is re related to relationships between people. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And as you're saying, you know, learning to let things go. One thing that I had to learn to let go um, as an artist myself is my time. So other than time, what is one of the biggest sacrifices you've had to make to get to the point that you are right now? Oh, um, I mean, I don't, I guess thinking of it as a sacrifice is kind of a, a thing but it's you know it's not this isn't our something we can make a career out of quite yet so yes. um i think we've definitely we work day jobs we work to to do this we don't um to to be able to play original music and uh and make this happen and play the stuff that we want to play um is very important to us so um yeah as opposed to playing in a cover band i think we've all made sacrifices to make this happen and and keep it going and christian drives up from englewood every week so that's a big sacrifice too he does a big commute to get up to play with us so we all have our own little kind of things that we um you know have to do to make this happen i think just glad these guys want to do it with it with me so Gotcha. It's, and it's always good to have a band of brothers that's that's happy to take that journey with you, and it all mix, it all mesh and blends perfectly. Um, no. On behalf of uh, Live Music Showcase, we want to thank you guys for coming out 
and you. sharing your talents with us. But before you leave, um, we have one more song for you guys to play us out. Cool. But before the, we do that, I want to make sure that I thank the crew, um, our sound mixer, Mark Profetti. Uh, thank you, Mark. Yes, make some noise for Mark because Mark is a. Uh, even though he was jamming out on the clock, you know, we'll take that out of his pay. Uh, post-production, we have Richard Stone. Our audio system, we have the lovely Pamela Robinson. Make some noise for Pam. We have our video director, Bob Hoek. We also have on camera, we have Miss Marcy Connors. For our social media, we have Bree Shoemaker. Not to be outdone by our studio assistant, Megan Bowman. And our photographer, we have Chandler Collada. All, All good, good people. people. You guys All good great. people. Yeah, we, we were... Thank you. And we have Micaiah Caldwell as our board app. So without that team, this show wouldn't be able to be what it is. And we also want to, you know, even though he's uh, gone the next couple of weeks, you know, keep in mind and uh, also thank Ken Apperson as well yeah, for yeah, this yeah, opportunity yeah. for all of us here. Sure. But um, what we want to do is want you guys to go ahead and take us home uh, with the last song and uh, let you take it from there. This is the Liquid Pennies. This is the Live Music Showcase on WMNF Tampa. This is a, this brand, is a brand new song, new song uh, coming up, up on our, our new EP, EP we're going to put out here in a couple, couple months. months. Uh, it's, uh, it's called, called Discretion. Discretion.